Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new season of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kierens, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. Now, I know what you're saying. You're not used to seeing my face, but season 16, 16-Ounce Canvas, we like the puns. We thought we'd do something a little different, something a little special. And what we're doing is we're going back to some of our original guests. We're trying to learn more about them, see what they were up to since we last spoke to them, and kind of just catch up with some of our favorites. So season 16, we're going to kind of go back to the first seasons. The podcast wasn't as organized. Our branding wasn't you know, what it is today. So it's really just an opportunity for us to showcase these individuals thank them for agreeing to be a part of this project and really being uh, important pieces in our foundation here four plus years later. So we're really excited about that. We've got a great season for you. We also wanted to tell you about our sponsor this season. Uh, we're really excited for the month of January as we do kind of annually now, it's become a tradition. We are participating in dryuary. So we are not drinking beers, but what we're doing is we have a great sponsor, Athletic Brewing, based here in Connecticut. Uh, they're founded in Stratford, Connecticut, and they also have opened up a second location in San Diego. So we have here with us, uh, this is a really tasty, their Autumn Brown uh, Stump Jump, and the beers have really uh, been uh, really helpful. Uh, they've come, you know, I think part of having a couple beers is you know, the familiarity and the behavior and, you know, just kind of uh, getting used to it. And so a lot of times with Manicholic beer, you're giving up flavor and kind of uh, compromising. So as they like to say, brew without compromise, they have stouts. They have several different stouts right now. There's a delicious one, which uh, is nitro brewing. Uh, it's a collaboration. They also have some delicious IPAs. One of my favorites is their, their golden ale. They have browns, which we have here, uh, porters. It's really, really impressive. You know, I've gotten a tour in the past. They've been big supporters of the 16 ounce canvas you know, from the beginning. Uh, we love the work. You know, we featured Sam Kelly, who's part of the Fairfoil crew up in Boston, who does their awesome, you know, labels. And just really, you know, it's a great opportunity for you to, uh, you know, try them out see what you think, uh, you know, we'll uh, have a code down below. Use code CANVAS25, you'll receive 25% off your first order and uh, you get them to order two six packs or more and you get free delivery. So it's really uh, a no brainer. We really uh, appreciate everyone over there. They've been, you know, great supporters. We'll have some really uh, great information to announce for a beer that they're brewing uh, in February. So look for that as well. But uh, cheers folks. Remember, Canvas 25, 25% off your first order, free delivery. You can't beat it. So we're going to get right into it. This is episode 177 featuring Craig Gilbert. You may know the man, the myth, and the legend uh, from New England Brewing Company. Again, right here in Connecticut. He is one of our first guests. Uh, we did our first live interview with him at New England Brewing Company before all the renovations They've really uh, continued to grow and expand and be one of the staples and favorites 
of the Connecticut you know, craft beer scene. Um, when we first interviewed him, uh, Fuzzy Baby Ducks had just been canned. So it's really just kind of cool to see how far things have gone, you know, over the last, you know, four years. So once again, I want to publicly thank, you know, Craig and the crew at New England for all their support and believing in the 16 ounce canvas. Uh, they've been huge supporters from our event that we did at the Keller Liddell Gallery in New Haven. We also, uh, you know, when we did our event last year in New Haven, uh, he was a part of that as well. Uh, he's become a friend. He's just an all around good person, uh, puts a smile on your face. And so I'm hoping uh, you'll you know, join me and enjoy this episode 177, Craig Gilbert, 16 ounce canvas, video edition. If you're listening to it audio wise, then you know, you're missing the, you know, you're missing all of this, but uh, cheers everybody. Well, here we are. <laughs> nice shirt, dude. <laughs> oh, Thanks, man. The, the legend himself, Alfred E. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that, saw, how was I your online a while ago, and I was like, I, "Well, that needs to be owned." <laughs> yeah, there's a shirt I need to get. It's uh, it's Chris Farley, uh, Tupac, and Kurt Cobain, like just hanging out. <laughs> it's possibly the coolest shirt I've ever heard about. <laughs> yeah, just like a black, like a white shirt with just like a bar. They must have like either after starting a live or a, an event, and they're all just like, who knows what's going on there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No drugs were were harmed during that uh, meeting. <laughs> yeah, but it's like they're all they're all over the spectrum. I mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, I guess Farley's like open to everything, so they probably just. Uh, with the with the unifier there, like you know, that is a cool picture. Yeah, I gotta get that shirt. I was I put it on my Santa did not get that for me, so he does not shop at the same shops I do. I guess he's really slacking this year, man. I mean, understood, but <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I uh, I don't know. So so yeah, this is our first time trying to do video, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, so far, so good. Uh, just. Cool. Really just kind of wanted to, because uh, I think early on, like the OGs like yourself who thought the idea wasn't crazy, we were kind of more duct taped together at that time. So I was thinking of a way to kind of go back and go back down and just kind of catch up with some of the fun. I mean, I can't believe it's been four years now. So um, that's insane. Yeah. So that's been like, that's been the hardest thing. I was looking at old files. I was trying to clean up my computer. And it was like 2017, January. I was like, holy shit. So. No, so, I just had, so far so, so far so good. I just had Facebook send me one of those. At this point in your life on Facebook, this happened, and it was the yeah. uh, it was the show at Three Sheets. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I, got, I, was, I was getting one like the other day about the one at the gallery, and I was like, I was oh like God. happily sad. I still punch people when like I tell them about that. I'm like, no, this actually happened. There were like every, there were people there. It was awesome. Yeah. We had like 125 tickets sold. So uh, we'll do it. We'll do it again when we can. But yeah, I got your little, little bubble. I got your little bubbles right there. See? Oh, shit. Myself. <laughs> Trying to customize the episode for, for, for Craig. <laughs> got my Nebco shirt on for the show, but yeah, I got, I got a little, uh, they got a beer. Yeah. So, 
So yeah, man, I just wanted to, you know, how, when we first when we first talked, you were, I mean, obviously, Ken was still new for Nubco, but I mean, I think over the last couple of years, you've done, I mean, there's been so many more new labels coming out for everything. I mean, how has how's that been? Uh, I mean, it started out really slowly, which was kind of nice because uh, uh, directors and owners and all that, you know, they weren't really so much about getting, you know, hundreds of styles of different cans and stuff out on store shelves. And uh, that's kind of been slow where they'll just, they'll drop a new beer, you know, going out to distributors. Uh, but then... Uh, but then with the whole pandemic thing, <laughs> you know, that, at, yeah. at the beginning, there were no bars. So everything that we normally would just put in kegs and sell to bars for tap lines, you know, was we're not dumping that down the drain. You have to do something with it. So it was kind of this, hey, how many labels can you get done in, you know, a month? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just said, all right, well, I'll just you know, fire up the coffee maker and let's go at it. Let's just do it. So that's, yeah, that started that, for that folks, whole yeah. process. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's really, I mean, I'm local, so I'm spoiled. So I get to see them, but I mean, from the spin cycles, which I think we were like in the infantry infancy stage for a while. And now it's like, there's like 26 different ones of those. And <laughs> you know, those use your bubbles. And then, you know, from the, the, the people's IPA now, just recently the cool beans and the ghost porter and it's just been it's just been great to see you know that 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 aspect of it kind of explode yeah i i'm even more grateful if that could possibly happen i mean mm -hmm. you know i it, it's so weird and it, it that i feel like sometimes someone's just going to like walk in while i'm drawing something and go all right we caught you. you, you <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah, we, we figured, figured it out. You're a shyster. You're, uh, you're, and then they'll like drag me out of the brewery or something. But I don't know. So far, nothing hasn't happened. So I'll keep pushing. <laughs> yeah, because I think I was looking back at the transcript, which is weird. You know, just they had it like to text, but the fuzzy baby, just you know, that, that idea was just was just brand new. The idea that you're gonna have fuzzy baby in cans. And right. now we have double and, you know, triple fuzzy and really, and that's, yeah, that's kind of just the idea that now fuzzy is a little more available in and of itself. It's kind of, kind of crazy to me, just being around locally, seeing how people would, would kill their firstborn, you know, you know, to, to get that or trade their firstborn. Sorry. <laughs> Same idea. Still terrible. <laughs> anyway, I got it. No, no, there were some deaths. It's okay. You can say it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's that's an aspect that I just I can't grasp, you know, from the from the time of, you know, only in growlers and, you know, four hour waits just for beer to I mean, now just having it every five weeks, you know, in a can where you could just you don't even have to come in. You just pull up outside, we'll run out and throw your order in your trunk and you can take off. It, yeah. It's just like, you know it's streamlined now and, and it, it's, 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 it's amazing to see. It's, it's kind of cool just to see the evolution of something like that from, you know, a, a really good beer that might be overhyped. I'm just saying, um, uh, <laughs> to, 
you know, where it is now and just watching that timeline. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I think it's unfairly overhyped uh, because now, every, like, when it came out, like, Citra wasn't available. It was a, it was a harder to get hop. So I, I think, and it, I noticed the patterns, it always be around the holidays. It'd be like Easter release or Thanksgiving before you guys would come out with it and it would drop. But now Citra's everywhere. And so I think that the people say, oh, it's just whatever. There wasn't a single, you know, a hop Citra beer at the time. And now right. it's you know, every brewery's doing a citra beer, so I think that's on. I think that's where beer folks go go wrong. They they don't they don't look at the historical you know significance of that beer. No, it's. I mean, if it weren't for that overhype, you know, there wouldn't be that continuous you know cycle of people coming through to buy it because some people will drop off obviously because ah, eh, whatever duck beer and, mm-hmm. and that's going to happen. And then you're going to get new people coming into the fold going, I heard this beer is pretty good. Let's check it out. So, yeah, I mean, I think statue limitations up, but I mean, I used to ship growlers to my friends in North Carolina, like full growlers of fuzzy. I would nice. go and like, yeah. Cause person behind me would be like, I'm only going to get one. My son kind of likes it. And I'd be like, well, can I get, can you get me? I'll give you the money. And they'd be like, Oh sure, Sonny, I'll do that for you. And then I would, <laughs> I'd be walking out there, you know, and I was just, I mean, that was, that was definitely like a lot of praying going on. Like I was like hoping he would get there and I didn't know what I would lie to them at the post office to tell them it was, but yeah, it, it worked. And so it would usually get there. I mean, post current uh, UPS issues, but it would get there in like two days and like, it was pretty, it was still, you know, be fresh to go. Wow. That quick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that uh, Fed, I mean, FedEx is pretty good with shipping normally. It's a two-day trip to – if I went to my friends in Virginia, it was two days. And North Carolina, depending on when you dropped it off, it would be two – no more than three days. So if I got it – yeah, I had there by like a Saturday. Because you guys used to do like a Wednesday before uh, Thanksgiving would be the big drop. Yeah, going back in time. So how many labels do you think we've done since, you know, the last couple of years? Because I mean, everything now, it's really great to see. I mean, everything goes into into the cans, which has been awesome. Yeah. Oh God, I I I don't even know. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm <clears throat> I'm currently trying to get some names down for a, a voting, and uh, get some images, you know, with those names for. Oh God, uh, a stout. It's an imperial stout that's been aged in bourbon barrels. And then in a giant maple syrup barrel, I it's oh my it, god, yeah, the, the the it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just it it. Oh. I had a taste. Did I have a taste? No, uh, the brewers had just checked it the other day, and and it was coming along really nice. And they said, yeah, with with a you know a little more time, it'll be, it'll be really spanking. But uh, I mean, that's just insane yeah. sound. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. Yeah. One of the best beers I think I ever had there was they did a cask, and maybe that was the infancy of this, was a cask uh, Imperial Stout Trooper with maple. It was like, I remember being there that they like, and it was just, it went like, it went like that. And it was one of the best beers I ever had. So if it's, if it's that infancy or that uh, lineage, yeah. Yeah. What was the new one? It was like the, the David Lee Roth one. What was that, right? Oh. You released? <laughs> yeah. 
Hypothetically, yeah. Yeah, we. Um, I've been trying for at least two, three years to try and get that name yeah. down, and uh, it it always got shot down. I would always throw it in the list because you know you got to hand in a couple dozen names, and when you come up with a new mm -hmm. beer, that's gonna come out. But uh, no, no one ever picked up. To me, it just sounds like a, a name that would go with any style of beer. So I just kept pushing it, no matter what. And finally, there were. Like, <laughs> Like, uh, we've, we've got this huge, uh, you know, this huge imperial with, uh, you know, all this stuff added into it. And they said, how about a name? And I said, David Lee Roth, come on, why not? And somehow this time it stuck. <laughs> you're persistent. You're persistent. They know you're not going away or going anywhere. Yeah. So they're like, we got to let, we got to throw Craig a bone here once in a while. Yeah. We got to shut him up. <laughs> Yeah, right. Stop whining well, yeah, about the damn of, beer name. <laughs> yeah, you're one of the longest-standing employees there, right? I mean, not to make you sound old, but I mean, misery loves company. No, I, I, I don't. I don't even know. I mean, because for a bunch of years I was there part time, or just whenever Rob needed help, like brewing or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. But pretty steady the past eight, ten years. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah. So, and also, I was just thinking all the cool stuff we were talking before, all the cool stuff we've done. I mean, the art, the two art shows we've done, you know, really just kind of, uh, it's just been, it's just been really great. I think that, um, I, I hope that you're feeling like people, I think with the expansion of cans for Nebco, I think you've kind of really gotten to, to see some of the, how much people really appreciate your work, which has really been, really been cool to see. I think folks actively look for the next, you know, Craig creation, which is really cool. You, you get it. I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, a definite yes, but, you know, because there's there's still just beer fans who just want the beer and they could mm. give a crap what it looks like on the outside. So that's, you know, a little humbling, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's cool to have, like somebody came in the other day and they were just talking about a label and how much they liked it. And, you know, I'm just, I'm giving them pints, you know, I'm just like, I'm their bartender. Right. So, so they were like, you know, it was kind of neat, you know, someone yeah. checked it out and they dug it. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool. When we did the interview. It was, I think it was our first one we did in person. It, like the tasting room wasn't even, wasn't even finished. I think it had like a big camouflage tarp behind it. And we were like at the, what is now like this, foundation of the bar but that the evolution yeah. of the of the location and merch i think it's really just it's been another way to, for, to showcase i mean it's not all about you but showcase your creations and i think it's been it's been a great the, the team that you guys have now has been really uh on point with you know marketing and promotions and stuff yeah they they picked up a couple of shirt designs for me it was it's been pretty cool mm -hmm. yeah it's been awesome to see how yeah, is that, uh, that eating room did did blow up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, it was like two phases. I think there was that first phase. It was just like okay, you know, back from the old like white like uh, waiting hospital waiting room style they used to have, and then <laughs> got a little industrial. And then it was like shit. People are gonna be this is gonna be packed before we know it. And then it was like another pause. Like what the fuck? And then you guys just blew it out. Yeah. 
Yeah, we uh, we we took it to the to the end with this uh, a couple of years ago with that last uh, expansion because there's no more room. So, but luckily, you know, the whole brewery will be moving, so we'll have I don't know huge courtyards and stuff with fountains and <laughs> topiary. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> where now? Where where's where's the new place going to be? It's like literally two blocks from where we are now. Just up the street, up uh, Litchfield Turnpike, Route 69. So there will be uh, you, you guys giving up on the car dealership kind of tie-in, you know, buy a growler, get a Jaguar thing. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it's it's time to to own our own home and, and not rent from uh, anyone anymore, um, which is kind of cool because you know it's you know being being that old stump, you know, you get to, uh, you get to see everything around you. So it was, you know, from the small garage and filled that up in a few in like 11 years and then move across the street and fill that up. And, and now we're at a point where no, it, it's time to get our own place. You know, that's pretty cool. Moving out of the base, moving out of the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have mom cooking us uh, dinner anymore. So we got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. We, the new place needs to have some, uh, couple murals so if anyone's listening get get a can you do a, a craig mural just or at least, at least there's bubbles somewhere that'd be kind of cool right i i gotta start you know poking them with a stick now figure in a couple of years they'll let me do that <laughs> yeah right so to my ideas now you'll get your right. david lee roth at some point and you're good to go <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> yeah now we'd be remiss to not mention that we're in the middle of this pandemic from hell how is how is the the Nebco crew doing, uh, you know, you guys seem to have adapted as well as you, know, you could have. I, I still, you know, I know it's been tough for some folks, um, but yeah, how's everybody, how's, how's everybody doing? Uh, so far, pretty good. Um, we, we've, I mean, we've had a couple of cases uh, where mm -hmm. people tested positive, but, you know, um, at the time we were kind of, we split up the entire workforce in case someone, you know, got sick and that way you had kind of a one week on one week off situation and you know someone gets sick on one side of, on one team and the other team just steps up and works an extra week or two and get everything covered and you know for it's the quarantine period it's kind of smart that's that's kind of that's really smart when you think about it well, it was, I mean, it was like this, you know, kind of, you know, climbing, climbing out of the, you know, the primordial ooze type of thing, you know, everyone just kind of got this pandemic dropped on them and you had to deal, you had to evolve, you had to change. And it forced us to, you know, start up an online, uh, an online store where you could you know, order the beer, you could order merch and you didn't even have to come in the damn building. You just rolled up, called us. We came out and, and did it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was, I know, uh, recently what has got here. Yeah. I got this, this stout trooper just drove up, got myself some stout trooper barrel aged and it's pretty sweet, you know? And I also, you know, folks, you got to check out the, the regular version has a, a little mask on it, which I thought was a nice little, nice little touch this year. You know, I thought that was great. Yeah. I, I, I love that. I, I just, you know, I mean, it was just like 2020 sucks. This is funny. 
a mask on a mask. Like it's yeah, it was great. We we had to. I mean, that was that was that was there was that was no thinking there. It was just not nah, put a mask on it, done. Yeah. Yeah. Now, for folks, you wouldn't know this locally, but and we're always a positive podcast, but some shitty local distributors, and Craig will never say anything bad about them, but due to the aluminum shortage, they've had to uh, repurpose some of the fuzzy cans and put on some CHAG labels and others. And so when they're looking at it, you'd see fuzzy behind it with the sticker on it, but some of these uh, ah, scumbags, assholes, I don't know, whatever you want to describe them as, are taking the CHAG stickers off and trying to, you know, pimp out that they're selling uh, fuzzy cans, which I think is, uh, I just think it's pretty, I just think it's a shitty, shitty move, but it's very 2020, so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we, uh, luckily, I mean, we caught, we caught wind of that at the brewery um, around the same time that we were just getting in a whole new shipment of uh, blank cans because uh, we ended up finding a, uh, a can seller and a, comp- a can manufacturer um, in China because there's, there's literally nothing anywhere else. And uh, so we found that, checked the specs on everything. It was good to go. And uh, so we, we got you know, the shipment coming in and around the same time that it was coming in, we caught word of you know, people saying, oh, this is a, uh, this is double fuzzy and we're selling it, you know, by the can for, you know, however outrageous markup they're doing. And, you know, yeah. Hey, I, I'll, just... I'll, I'll drop a couple rungs on that social ladder. I'll go in there and break some stuff. I got no problem with that. <laughs> oh yeah. No, you're being very, uh, you're being very nice. They don't, they don't say who it is, but it's like, what did you, I don't know. It's a very 2020 move. It's uh it's, it's very fitting. So, um, yeah, it's just it's disappointing, but it's kind of par par for the course. So, you guys, I mean, how can you give some insight into like what's that, like what's that, how are the different phases and things impacting you know the brewery and what have you? I mean, I know there's you know we, there's definitely some differing opinions about the the legal stuff here. Too. Like, I know you're not a state representative or anything like that, but can you just shed some light on to how you guys have had to adapt to cope? Like everything changing kind of, you know, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I try to keep up on, you know, what's been happening as far as, you know, legislation of this and, you know, more bureaucracy and blah, blah, blah. Um, so, you know, now I think there's, you know, the whole food element being involved where you have to, you know, offer or make people eat in order to be in your establishment. And basically what we've been doing is just adapting. Um, You know, we're not putting in a Wendy's or anything like that, but, you know, yeah, now we've got, you know, piping hot pretzels and, uh, you know, stuff that is quote unquote prepared (laughs) on site. Um, You know, it's, it's, I mean, everyone's got to deal with it. it. It's it's not just us, and mm-hmm. everyone's doing it as best as they can with you know as little spending as possible. Because you know, if if your uh, your income has been drastically cut, you know you're not going to be dropping 
lots of bills on, you know, a deep fryer and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah. every, everyone's taking a hit and everyone's, everyone's rolling and everyone's, you know, doing okay. Even, you know, places smaller than us, places larger than us, everyone's adapting. And I, I think that's really cool. Just watching people just like, all right, <laughs> you know, we just got punched in the face. We're going to, you know, do this and come back around and be all right with it. And everyone's doing it. And I applaud that throughout the entire state. Yeah, I do like, I mean, I, it's, uh, you don't want anyone to be in a dire situation, but I do find like when, when people innovate, like it's usually like necessity, right? That people just figure out a way to get some stuff done. I think it's been, I think it's been great. And, and I think that the beer and brewery scene in general is usually, you know, working at low margins and, you know, it's a lot of folks are, you know, duct taping stuff together. And so it seems, you know, and then on top of it, right, the aluminum can shortage, which is just, it's just crazy. And so um, now, not that it's easier, but because you guys don't play in the 16 ounce, like space has been a little easier to find cans or is it still like, no, it was, uh, from what I understand, it was just, you know, aluminum. So, it, you know, cans, yeah. obviously, uh, other things that are aluminum, you know, so there's aluminum and so much stuff, you know, from, you know, computer parts and, and car parts and stuff like that. So it's had an effect on a lot of, you know, different facets of, of business across the country. Um, I haven't heard of, uh, you know, too many places like going out or, you know, closing or anything like that because of it. Um, but, you know, it, it's had an effect on everybody. Um, yeah. I, I've we've never like done the revitalization of, yeah. Yeah. So 16 or 12s, I mean, they're just the lack of aluminum is going to have an effect on that. Um, you know, we're, yeah, you're we're my special out. exception. You're my special <laughs> exception, because you're you're the 12 ounce cans. Very few of you, yeah. You're you're you're, you're a rare breed. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I won't say we would never do 16s, but right now, nah, no need. You want 16s? You got plenty of awesome beer out there in 16. So, well, I like it because when you go there in normal times, and the, the staff there is incredible, and it's probably one of my favorite spots to go, but. You can get the taster pours, and the best part, which I think has been another great thing the last few years, is there's so many new options that are there, and even kind of just like the tweaking of variants, you know, with the, you know, with the the white trashes and the the different stouts. I think unless the stout game has kind of stepped up to a new level in recent years, which has been great. I think Greg's really, you know, been focused on that too, and just uh, you know, and the sours, which are rolling out here and there, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great new chapter for New England. Yeah, I I I wholeheartedly applaud both brewers because I mean they keep doing stuff that they they have always made styles of beer that I don't particularly swing with, but they've done it and nailed it and and now you know yeah I'll I'll drink more Belgians because you know they put mm -hmm. out a Belgian that I really enjoy or. You know that that whole line of series uh, sours that we do that series series of sours. <laughs> the, Five uh, times fast, Craig. Go series of sours, yeah. series of sours, series of sours, series of sours, series of sours. Um, 
Yeah, the acrimonious series. That's, I mean, that's just a really great thing. It's just these big wine bottles, you know, full of, and they're really good sours. I'm not a big sour fan. And I sound like mm -hmm. such a dick, you know, like, yeah, I like this beer because my brewery makes it, eh, you know. But I don't know. <laughs> if, I didn't, if I didn't like it, I'd say, like, no, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, uh, my cellar, which is the corner of my basement, it's, I have a ton of, uh, like the lineage of all the different New England releases. So yeah, and my uh -huh. crack a smoke detector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got a smoke detector. Yeah. Wow, that's going back. How yeah. was that? It was yeah. The first, I got two of them, so I have one left. So I want to see how it was. I mean, I like my favorite smoked beer is Bone Loop by Against the Grain. So I was pretty excited to get a a smoked beer, which again, I didn't. I was. New England's releasing this beer. I'm going to get it. I don't know if I like it or not, but yeah. And I and I've kind of come to appreciate that. I feel, or if you're there, you'll say, "I'll try this when it's really good." And, and you're like, "I don't. I don't normally don't drink this, but try this." You know, what was the what was the Willy Wonka beer? What was the Willy Wonka beer? Uh, oh, the uh, the Gushy Giggle. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I I find like Fest beer and that type of stuff is a new appreciation this year. You know, I think I'm probably drinking more, so I'm trying to find more delicious lower abv beers and so that type of stuff has been enjoyable cool yeah that one came out nice that was that was that was a nice beer i like that one mm -hmm. now rarely does it happen we get like two folks we've had on the episodes together you in the last 18 months i'm just going to pick an arbitrary number i started working with nick uh nick gamma who's kind of uh you know how has that been like you guys seem to you seem to have a good, you know, good uh, vibe together. Kind of him bringing, you know, the New England style or branding, you know, and then you know your your labels, you know, your artwork together. Nah, it, it's been cool working with Nick because uh, you know artistically, computer-wise, technology-wise, there's stuff I just can't do yet, and mm -hmm. and he's just so pro. I mean. I mean, the dude's won awards. He's worked with, you know, huge people. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, I just sit back and be like, what? Um, so yeah, you know, do as much as I can, and then talk to him and hash it out, and and he nails it every time. So it's it's really been a cool collaboration to to work with somebody mm -hmm. else and 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 have him, you know, like understand, you know, what's going on up here. Which, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's a yeah, that's a lot of his resume there, Craig Craig translator, yeah. <laughs> you know that that can get messy, and uh, you know he can decipher it, and that's really beautiful. So, so where so before you mentioned you call this laundry list of names, and so you're pitching names. Is he is he a part of that process too? Does he have a so you who who are you pitching the names to the brewers? Um. Pretty much everybody. Um, I like the vision there being like this council of names. You all sit around. And it's like no, yes, <laughs> It's it's almost that. I mean, uh, no. I, I what I'll usually start and have you know at least I don't know fifty hundred names, and each name's just got a corresponding wait, image. Wait, what? Fifty or a hundred names that you have? Yeah. And then I just kind of do right. some editing in my head and just take out the ones that I know are just 
not going to work or I'm just not feeling them and get it down to a certain manageable number. And then, uh, you know, either on a paper ballot or on a giant dry erased board, you know, put down a bunch of names and whoever gets the most votes, that's pretty much, that's the winner. Okay. Now, do you have a method to your madness of your naming conventions? Like, are you naming them based on the style of beer? I mean, you showed a little bit with your David Lee Roth one that you just wanted to, you felt a beer needed to be named that way, but. Yeah, that, that was, that's so far has been like the only exception, but yeah, I mean, some, I mean, just wording and styles to me, there's got to be some kind of meshing going on, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're not going to call some session IPA dark, you know, dark mayhem or something death. like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Death to all. Yeah. Death to all session beer. Yeah. It just doesn't swing, you know? So, uh, happy please. Yeah. <laughs> So certain things work, you know, with certain styles. So, you know, sometimes they'll just give me the style and just say, yeah, this is, you know, what we're doing. You know, we're going to need a name and an image. Or sometimes they actually give me a name. Sometimes, you know, uh, you know, the brewers will come up with uh, something on the pilot batch. You know, so it's only like 10, 20 barrels sometimes. And it's only going to be sold in-house. So they only need like, you know, a a pretty small image for like a tap handle or uh, just an email blast or something to drop on, on the website. And they'll just give me the name and, you know, hell, that's fun too. You just, Oh, all right. Try to crawl inside yeah. their heads and, and pull something out. Yeah. Cause it was the, was it the fat tenor series for a while? Right. Which is now the spin cycle series, but yeah, we miss seeing that fat bastard on the handles. Been seeing him in a while. Yeah. That was, I mean, that went for, a, you know, that went for a long time. There's a lot of beers that came out of that. And a couple of them actually kind of spawned it off and, uh, you know, got their own identity. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and the, the same thing with the, uh, with the spin cycle. I mean, it's, it's a similar concept of just where uh, fat tenor was just open. You could brew whatever you wanted. It could be anything. And that was, mm -hmm. that was almost, it, it felt like it was a little too open. Um, so with the spin cycle, it's just IPAs and double IPAs and that one triple IPA. Uh, so that way, you know, hey, throw it in a can, you know, sell it out the door, mm -hmm. you know, throw it in a growler. It's different every time. It's, but uh, no, nah, yeah. some people have been following it for a while, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I like it because I think what I what I and what I want in the future want to focus on is like I know there's certain ones I like, certain hops, and so. Programs like that where it's like, okay, this is, you know, Chinook or Galaxy or, you know, whatever it is, you know, and yeah. then you go, okay, well, I like this and you try another one. And then there's, there's usually, especially with the Nebco brand, there's usually like a, 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 a base beer that that one or two IP, like uh, hops, you know, there's the Galaxy, which is great with the, the Space Invader vibe and, you know, the Supernaut and the Super Supernaut, which is cool to see too that, you know, even... Because for a while, you guys didn't really play in that, like, double-double space or the triple space. And so I think that's been kind of cool to see, too. More work for you, but works for me, though. <laughs> no, I mean, if if something is already established and it, it shows, you know, uh, the beginnings or an actual following, you know, like Supernaut, you know, that was, that was a, that was a solid IPA. And, uh, 
they said, you know, hey, why don't we do a double version of it? And then, you know, like GBOT really blew up for a double IPA. I mean, kind of a, a head of the a pack of, uh, of a lot of breweries. And, and they said, hey, let's tone it down. Let's let's brew up an IPA version of that. And and then the duck stuff. I mean, that just do the single, do the double, try a triple, see what happens. And uh, so it's it's been cool just to play within that, you know, that one beer, you know, yeah. You know, make a sessionable version of it or, you know, jack it up, make it a double. Yeah, I think it's been cool and it's been very adaptive too to like the current times because in the past we were all locals. We, those would be on tap at the, at the in the tap room, but they might not, they probably might not have come out in Kansas fast. So I think right. that, that was a smart decision pretty early on to, okay, we're, you know, we're this shit sandwiches here. Like, let's make the best of it. And I think that's been, been really good to see. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So you're a tattoo guy. Any new, any new tattoos that we, you know, any new tattoos or any, uh, 2020, uh, is the worst memorials. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't. I would love it. And I would love it if you just like took your shirt off. You're just like, well, yeah, right here. I got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2020 can chew me. Eh, I got rid of it. Yeah. Right. It's like, Oh, <laughs> the neck piece. It's like F 2020. Oh, my, yeah. Yeah. No, no yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing dedicated to this year. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, actually, the newest pieces I got, I'd probably have to take off my pants to show you. So we're not going to do that. Uh, no, nobody needs that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I got, I got to old school cartoon, cartoonish uh, crossed band aids uh, on both my knees. Okay. Oh, good. It's a father who. Goes your band aids like they're lollipops. Yeah, I uh, I appreciate that one. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, I I I come home at the end of the day, and for no reason, I just have unexplained wounds, and I just thought, well, that's funny. And uh, yeah, you know, being a being a bit of a skateboarder, uh, I figured it's going to be funny to wipe out get some scrapes or some cuts on my knees and then have to put band-aids over tattooed band-aids. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just got my son his first board. And so I'm like, I'm just, I'm just like seeing like where it's going to go. <laughs> Thank you, we got all the, all the, yeah, I think it was, I think it was more to get into protective gear than it was the board, but uh, shout out to Utopia and Norwalk. They took care of us. So it was good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I just hooked up my yeah. nephew with his first board, so uh, I might be visiting there and uh, buying him some pads and some and a helmet and stuff. Yeah, they were dope. They were great. We went to uh, Edgewood up in uh, in New Haven, went to that skate park, and it was great. I mean, he was all nervous because all these cool big kids were doing their thing, but they didn't. I mean, not not they didn't give a shit. They were just like, all right, just like. I had to teach them quickly. Like a lot of times they're going around to build momentum to come back to the trick. So just don't be in that crosshair of, you know, the guy who's, yeah. But other than that, like the, he was, he, people were dropping in and he was like in awe. Like, you know, he went from like, I'm so scared to went down like this, this ramp and like stuck it. He tried like 25 times and finally stuck it. It was just nice. like staying on it, going down a steep hill. But like, yeah, he's taught, he's taught everybody about it. Like, all the families like I did, and I got a video of it. I'll send it to you. It was, it was awesome because I was. That is awesome. Like, I yeah. Don't be, I don't want to be here. 
to like, I'm like, you're, and I'm not one to like, I'm not a yeller. I was like, I'm like, suck, like, suck it up. Like, let's, they don't, I'm like, they don't care you're here, Dan. Like, no offense. Like, they don't care. Just don't get in their way. And when you hit it and you smell that funny smell, don't ask what that is. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, I would catch that a lot. I was like, I'm like, oh, down right back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, yeah, it was awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. So, so what can we look forward to for next year? What's, uh, you know, are you still creating your, your bubble series and, you know, what's when this all ends and, you know, whatever that means, you know, what, what, what are we, uh, what's, what's next for Craig? <laughs> no fucking idea. Uh, <laughs> yes. I was like, cause as I, as I, call, I was like, that's a big question. I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. I was like, I'm not even sure I'm going to do when I got this call. I was like, oh, so, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I'll still be, be cranking out, you know, silly cartoon images and stuff for, uh, for New England. I mean, that's, that's always fun. Mm -hmm. um, I started doing uh, some new side projects outside of commercial stuff. Um, I started, <laughs> I started making really tiny dioramas. Okay. Yeah. Um, you like, that. you like, you like the, yeah, you like the, the scale thing. That's, that's one of your things, but you like, like as tiny as possible area. Yeah. I, I was just, I, I don't, I have some friends who, uh, who build dioramas, you know, big, you know, fairly large sized, you know, uh, recreations of World War II battles and, uh, you know, uh, colonial battles and stuff like that. And I've got a friend whose entire basement is filled with an entire village for his model train set. And it's so intricate and it's so cool. And it sparked something in me that I loved making dioramas as a kid and, uh, and models and stuff. And, um, so just one night uh, after work, I just started thumbing through a couple of websites of just model railroad stuff. And I noticed all the little figures that you can buy for your model railroad set and your town and stuff. And it, and it was more than just, you know, people standing at the station, you know, waiting for their train. And uh, I noticed they had a little group of dudes who were tarring a roof. So they had mops and buckets and overalls and hats and and I and I said well yeah they're mopping tar on a roof but what if they were cleaning up a, a mess so I started thinking of how I could take figures that had this you know job assigned to them but what if you stuck them in like a really different job that was a little more surreal so I just make these weird ass little dioramas now <laughs> So like those right. little guys mopping tar on the roof I, in the other room, they're cleaning up a um, a dropped and melting ice cream cone. Uh, oh, okay. I so like you've got that. like I like yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've got this life-size, real-looking ice cream cone that's kind of melting out, and then you've got all these little, really tiny dudes with like mops and squeegees and shit just cleaning up. <laughs> I love that. Like I like that's what I like. Like Toy Story and like. Bugs Life when they like come down to like really low scale and they're doing these like pads that don't seem that cold, but then like you break it down. Like I think there was one in Bugs Life where it was like a drop of water off like a leaf and they all were like catching it and that was like the water for like the whole 
the whole colony of so like, I love Shelley. Right? Yeah, so I've I've got like four or five pieces done, and you know, with each piece, you know, you'll learn something new. Like, uh, yeah, that you know, don't do that, or oh yeah, do more of that, and like don't glue that first. And I was been having fun playing with that and going online and looking up different tiny tiny little people. <laughs> Yeah, your yeah your search got yeah your search history got super weird. You're seeing these ads for like miniature yeah like suspenders. You're like what what was going on here? Yeah, dude. It I mean, you, you get into that whole you know miniature scene of you know railroad aficionados and model makers. Dude, I've found little tiny figures of like prostitutes. <laughs> I swear to God, I found little figures of like people having sex. It's it's just so bizarre, and I'm like, yeah, like I don't know, maybe they're having what sex. Is, like, is there a name for that? Like, there's always like cool, like I always find subcultures have like really cool names for like their people. Like, what is like what do you call like a miniature, you know, like a naked person collector? Yeah, what, what is that person? Yeah. What what's what's the branch of fetish that that goes into? Like, because I think furry, oh, I think furry is like the greatest, like the greatest name for a, a subculture ever. Being a furry, right? we, we we went hiking during the pandemic, and we just came around a corner, and it was like four four guys. Like, I'm just gonna get, I'm gonna say arbitrarily, they're in the mid twenties, and they were just like full on like wolf and like monster costumes. And my kids thought it was the greatest thing ever. And we're like, can we get a picture with you? And they're like, and it was it was great. <laughs> Tell me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Dude, that's so. And it was like, then they like went, they went, they went their way. We went our way, and it was like that happened, right? Like I like, I'm like, yep, I had the photo that happened. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And those costumes aren't like half-assed either. They're not just like party city, like show up and like be a duck. Like you're like a full like it's a homemade like whole like persona. No, there's there's some work that went into that. That's. That's yeah. not just you can do like stop animation. You should learn stop animation with your little people. Have them like do like uh, a whole little thing. Uh oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I'm done. Forget it. I gotta, gotta quit my job now. <laughs> yeah, Craig hasn't shown up for three shifts in a row. Oh, he's making a full length feature of miniature, miniature people having sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on top of them. a loaf of bread, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, too many, too many jokes, too many jokes. <sighs> so yeah, that's that's been taken up the I, most of my time. Yeah, all right. Can folks still find that on your on your website, right? Uh, with the website still updated with stuff to buy? <clears throat> uh, yeah. I mean, like, I honestly, I haven't. I have a website. You're like, oh, I have a website. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't I haven't touched it in probably you know decades, but uh, I do a lot of. Uh, a lot of work and a lot of showing and a lot of a couple sales once in a while um, through my Instagram page. So, okay. and folks, if you look uh, here, you can find one of Craig's beautiful bubbles. Uh, it's one of my favorites, and uh, you should uh, have some in your in your in your home, all shapes and sizes. I'm I miss getting the, the Craig hugs when I see you and in person and coming to visit, but I just want to let you know that like. I really appreciate, you know, from the early get-go, you supported this project, and you know, you've been you've been a big supporter from from day one. And I just uh, I appreciate all you do, and I think that you're really you're really important 
person, you know, from a service level or art level, you're just a, you're, you're a central part of like of Connecticut and you know where where things have kind of come and continue to go. So I miss you, brother, a lot, and I wish I could tell you that to your face, but this is about as good as we're gonna get for now. But I just want to know how important I think you are. Yeah. No, I I. Well, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. It was uh, it was cool to get noticed. I gotta say. Um, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. We're just getting started. So, like you, you're saying, your crazy ideas. We're, we're gonna try to do a book, and you're gonna be in a book. And then we're gonna do like, and then we're yeah, we're trying to do the autograph group book. And so you'll 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 be a part of that. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> and I want to thank you because I mean that's why you're doing something that I you know, comes from the heart and I fully feel it with my heart. It's, uh, you know, this whole new avenue for people who probably didn't have an avenue and that's beer labels and people who draw and do graphics and stuff. And now they've got a direction where they can be like, oh, craft brewing blowing up. They need labels. And that's great. I mean, who wouldn't support that? That's just amazing. And, and you know, you were at the forefront of that too, because I mean, how many people have you talked to around the, the damn world for, I mean, it's crazy. You, you drop a, it is crazy. you know, a new post every once in a while on Instagram and I'm, and I just read the number and I go, what? Shut up. You know, cause yeah. what was I like number 15 or something like that? No, 20? you were first. You were first. Yeah. I think you were uh, the way back machine here. Internet. Uh, I think you're like it. You were single digits, I think. So uh, let's see. Whoa. You were. Uh, this doesn't. Yeah, but that doesn't work. Uh, I think you were like seven or eight, dude. Really? Wow. Yeah. But now, what are you up to now? Like. Uh, one hundred and seventy. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> That's insane, man. And it's yeah. not like yeah. you know you're yeah, running. Yeah, you're, you're episode five. Yeah, you were episode five. Five? Wow. Yeah. But I, I think I, of it, are again, you, I'll say it again. Are you in fear of like running out of people to talk to? No. And you're up in there like nearly 200. No, I, That's crazy. I thought I was going to run out. And now it's like I get people tagging me because, yeah, we, we use this 16OZ canvas hashtag. No one used it until I used it. And so people tag me all the time. And so I just like, it's like, free research it's like cool boom 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 but yeah yeah because i started there was a handful of people i thought if i can get craig and i get a dan and hey topper and like that's what i'm gonna do so you were like yeah i'm in like right away and i was like oh shit all right cool and you're right i never i thought i could do like 10 15 like cool i did a podcast and now yeah we're going to year <laughs> four so here we are dude four years. About me. i was trying to compliment you i was trying to compliment you you're not you're not really yeah you're flipping it on me dude yeah well, I, I think the world of you, Craig, and I, I missed the crew at NEPCO, and so uh, you know, we'll, we'll be back to normal, as normal as it was there. But uh, if anyone, or you or any of the crew need anything, I'm always here to help. Dude, thank you and for everything. And hey, if you do happen to drive by, it's we're we're pretty good. We're 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 spaced out. We're, we're oh yeah, I've uh, I've yeah, that's my one yeah, it's my one place I probably feel the safest going there. So yeah. It's good, yeah. Now, Troy, a couple drinks. I know a guy. I know a guy. Yeah, we'll do something. I know, soon a, guy. I know a guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe I'll join the maybe I'll join the bike team this year. Maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll join you guys at the yeah. Closer to free. That'd be cool. We'll put in the we'll put in the, yeah put our uh, put our uh, COVID COVID nineteen pounds uh, off on the bike and see what we can do. Dude, it's gonna take more than a bike ride for that. <laughs> As I drink this delicious barley, look, I got the OG Gandhi. I think this is a, this might be the big head one. Yeah. Nice. All right, brother. Well, I think the war of you, and uh, if you need anything, I'm always here, man. Dude, big love. Thank you very much. All right. Talk to you soon, my friend. Be well. Bye.